That is so funny that you would say that about me. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway. Hi. Hey. Thanks for coming on my podcast. Absolutely. Oh, I love your speaking voice when you like speak to other people. Because like, I like loved your voice when we first started, when we first got together. <laughs> but it's like, when we first started going I feel together. like when we're together, we don't really use our like human adult voices. We are very, we talk in a very sweet, gentle tone to one another rather than like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's nice to hear your actual speaking voice. But yeah. I hear your normal speaking voice a lot. Why? Because you talk a lot. Okay. So remember that we're going to be nice to each other on the podcast. What's the topic of today's podcast? So I thought, make sure you talk loud, okay? Just a remi- as a reminder. Um, so I thought we could just like recap. How was your weekend? You were gone. I didn't get to really hear how you were doing. You know, we didn't, when we're like not together, we don't, we don't really like keep in touch anymore. You know? I tried to keep in touch, but you didn't respond to me. <laughs> I was busy. You're busy. <laughs> okay, so how was your weekend? My weekend was good. I went to the Nazarene General Assembly mm-hmm. with 10,000 other Nazarenes. Was it 10,000? It was 10,000. Might crazy. have been more. I don't know. But, yeah, we worked the Olivet booth, helped set it up. I drove the Penske moving truck down there, Yeah. which was exciting but also terrifying. You're a good little truck driver. And, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun team that I got to work with, and we were very good at what we did. We also hosted 700 alumni at the Marriott downtown Indianapolis and had lunch. At our Marriott? No, the Marriott downtown, which is next to the JW Marriott. Ah. Well, fun. How was your weekend? Oh, my weekend was outstanding. I was in New York City with my mom and my Aunt Mary Lee, and we did our kind of tradition. New York City trip, which we hadn't done since before we'd been married. So a lot of life has happened since the last time that we we went there. Actually, the last time that I went there with them was when I told them, like, hey, by the way, I'm probably going to marry this one, you know? And they were like, who? <laughs> we don't know who this is. But anyway, so that was kind of exciting um, to just kind of revisit that. We went to four shows Three of the four shows were absolutely excellent and took my breath away, and I'm changed as a human being because of them. The fourth one was not good. Which one was that? Shucked. It was about corn. Oh, I saw that on the TV. It was all about... Wait, you did? Like a preview. You did? Mm Mm-hmm. What TV? I think so. Because it was theater, and it was about corn. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it was just like all puns and dad jokes, and that's literally not me at all. But I can understand why some people would like it. So, I mean, I'm Mm. not yucking someone's yum. But, you know. Mm -hmm. But it was really good. It's nice to be back home with you, though. Did you know that Don't Yuck My Yum is from one of the YouTubers that I like? Um, Or no? I think that's like a general phrase. Is it really? Yeah. Hmm. But that's sweet of you. Yeah. That's from my YouTubers. He said... What's next? Oh, so you're just done chatting about the weekend? That's all I have to say. Let's move on.
We're on Austin Brown's tight schedule here. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Well, what else do we have going on this summer, huh? Um, Tell the people what's going on. I'm just working away. I'm working away? You're a good little busy bee. Raising money for the college. <laughs> and doing home projects. Home projects. Ain't that the truth? Mowing the lawn. <laughs> Mowing the lawn and buying snacks for you. Excuse me? Oh. You mean for you? For both of us. Mm. Well, you know, we recently kind of finished a TV show together. We finished Succession. What are we on to next? What are we going to watch together? Something lighthearted. We kind of got back into Parks and Rec briefly and we never finished it. Would you be interested in going back and trying that again or no? No. I Oh, Ted Lasso. Oh, it's been so long I forgot. Ted Lasso. We started the first, we're probably on like, what, the third or fourth episode? Mm-hmm. And you liked it. Very good. What did you say after the first one? You said, um, you were like, that was the best first episode. Yeah, it was a very good first episode. It's just so sweet. Yeah. I had tried to watch it by myself back in the day. I think when I was working with Franco, he was obsessed with Ted Lasso. So I was trying to watch it, but I, I kept trying to make it like this, almost like The Office, where like, I was like, oh, we're not supposed to like Ted Lasso. We're supposed to think that he's like weird. But it's like, oh, somebody was like, no, it's a show about like kindness. And I'm kind of like looking at it through a different lens and I understand it a little bit more now. Yeah. So. You are supposed to like Ted Lasso. Yeah, you are supposed to like Ted Lasso. But yeah. I mean, our next big adventure, I'm going to NYC to recruit the children to the college um, in July. And then we're going to go to a little Airbnb with your parents, right, at the end of the summer. That'll be fun. That will be fun. In St. Joseph, Michigan. Michigan. Right? Yeah. Cool. When does the quiz start? That's a little bit later, okay? Oh. We're going to play a little game that's like a little quiz of how well do we know each other, and that's at the very end, so. Okay, well, the next thing I wanted to talk about was a little bit of our typical, like, evening routine Mm -hmm. what does the end of the day look like for us i thought the people might be interested in hearing a little bit about that well it's varied some over the years Mm -hmm. but recently i'd say the trend is we both get home between 4 30 and 4 45 and then we eat our collective snack and we (laughs) eat our or sit on our collective phone or watch tv until really? like 5.15 mm-hmm. or 5.30. And then one of us makes dinner depending on energy levels. Mm-hmm. Or if the one if one person had like an elaborate meal planned, then they have to make it. That's kind of the rule. Mm-hmm. There's no, I found this on TikTok, go make it. Uh, if that person does that, then they have to make it. You know, I saw this thing, speaking of energy levels, Brene Brown, mm-hmm. when she was actually on Tim Ferriss's podcast. Mm-hmm. Have you listened to that one before? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I think it's really good. She talks a little bit about marriage advice on there. And one thing that she said is she was like, you know, like, you always hear, like, you have to give 50-50, you know, in a relationship. Everyone has to give 50-50 at all times, whatever. And she was like, that's not true. And what do you think she says next? It's a sliding scale. It is a sliding scale. It's like, if you come in and you're like, I've got 30% in me today, then the other person needs to come in and make up 70%. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And on the days that you 
come in and you're like, I'm and you're both at less than a 50%, you need to have a conversation about like, okay, what do we need to do today to make sure that we don't hurt each other? Mm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Like today I had more energy than you did because mm-hmm. your stomach hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes you're at less than 52, okay? Because <laughs> your stomach hurt. <laughs> but anyway, I thought that was just oh, yeah. kind of an interesting... Like... So then we make the food, and then we eat the food, probably watching TV, although today we ate at the table. And then we sit on our phones until 9 o'clock, you do your evening routine, and we go to sleep. But in our healthiest state, I would say we come home... That's like literally not even factual. Oh. I feel like almost every day we have something going on in the evenings. Well, yeah. I guess I I wasn't thinking of those because those Mondays, are Mondays, you go to Lana. I go to yoga. Tuesdays, usually report, record the podcast with Helen. Wednesdays, you would go to the driving range sometimes. You That's have true. golf on Thursday. So we almost have, always have something in the evenings. And we've been doing a lot of work on our rental property lately. So oh, sounds so wonderful. I guess I was trying to not be the day in the life video that I hate watching, which is here's a day in my life. And it's like the most uncommon day for the person. They're like, this is our, our we're launching this. You and very under glamorized our life, though. I tend to do that. Why do you do that? I don't know why I do that. Why do you think you under glamorize yourself and under glamorize your life? I think it's because I simultaneously want no one to look at me and everyone to look at me. That is so true. Mm. Why do you think you like that? I self-sabotage. Well, no, it's... Or it's like when Brian Allen says, this will prepare you to be a vice president of Olivet. And you're like, oh, no. Even though literally that's what my hopes and dreams are. So, Mm. I don't know. Maybe it's because if I don't want it, if no one thinks that I want it, then there's no... There's no failing. There's only achieving... Mm. So that's really interesting that you say that. Okay. Because one thing I thought that would be kind of fun to go through would like, Helen and I have never talked about the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. So I thought it might be interesting for us to talk about the Enneagram a little bit and who we are. And then also I will read some of the things about our relationship, like compatibility mm-hmm. with the three and the five. And then we can like dissect it a little bit, you know? Yeah. So share a little bit about your Enneagram type. I'm a five, if you didn't know, Mm -hmm. that is known in some books as the investigator. I think it has a different name somewhere else that I probably would like better than the investigator. (laughs) Um, But fives are very curious and they're observant and they prefer to consume the world than let it consume them and pretty emotionally stable in their healthy state or like emotionally unavailable in a non-healthy state. Fives have low energy, have the low lowest energy, energy of all the ones. All the types. But then in their healthiest, they go towards an eight, which has the most energy, I think. That is interesting. And then an unhealthy goes to seven, which has like crackhead energy. <laughs> so I can feel that. But um, fives, what else can we say about fives? Value knowledge. Value knowledge. The stereotype is like, Go tell a five to fix the printer, and they may or may not do that, but they'll come back telling you that, did you know the printing press was created mm-hmm. in it? It's like, I don't necessarily identify with that, but I do have some of those tendencies. I, lo- yeah. I like 
sometimes I like to learn about things than I do like know things. I don't know. Like yeah. I'd rather learn about politicians and about politics or something. I don't know. That's so true. It's a good way of putting it. Did you know that Austin knows all of the presidents? Go ahead. All the pre I think most toddlers know all the presidents. <laughs> no, they don't. Ready? Go ahead. Washington, Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, and Adams, Jackson, Van Buren, Harrison, Tyler, Polk, and Taylor, Fillmore, Pierce, Buchanan, Lincoln, Johnson, Grant, and Hayes, Garfield, Arthur, Cleveland, Harrison, Cleveland, McKenzie, Roosevelt, Taft, Wilson, Harding, Kenzie. Coolidge, who- McKinley. <laughs> Roosevelt, Taft, Wilson, Harding, Coolidge, Hoover, Roosevelt, Truman, Eisenhower, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, Vore, Cutter, Reagan, Bush, and Clinton, and Bush, and Obama, and Trump. And Biden. Ah, wow, I haven't sang that song in a while. I don't like the ending there. Can we get a little bit more creative with the ending? Obama and Trump and Joe Biden. Or what's that one? It's like Biden. Byron. Byron. Go Byron. Yeah, that's what it is. Hey, um, one thing that you guys don't know about Austin, he's a really good singer. See, this is literally the exact same thing where he's like, he's going to act like he doesn't, he's like, why would you say that? Oh my gosh, it's so embarrassing that he would say that. But meanwhile, he's like living. He's like, yes, the attention, yay. No. How about a, you're a three, right? Mm-hmm. So the three. <laughs> a bit of a journey, but yeah, landed on three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the three is the, I think for a long time I didn't want to be seen as a three because I just felt like the like stereotype there was like, just not what I really wanted it to be so but anyway I kind of found my way and eventually I'm like okay I'm a three I'm accepting it they're called the achiever as I said and so they're just really like everything they do is through like how can I like win this basically like a lot of things are viewed through a competition they're just like really like passionate about like their work and like efficiency is a big thing that threes like crave and like austin hears me say that a lot and it like drives him insane that i like i'm like i just want it to be as efficient as possible because then he thinks that i'm saying that something is not efficient but anyway so yeah just like very achievement oriented status oriented image oriented that kind of thing um why are you hawking never knew you knew i did know you're a stinker um, so anyway, I'm going to, there's this really great website that's called the Enneagram Institute where it kind of shares, um, the different kind of like combinations of relationships. So like, this is kind of how a five relates to a three. So if any other couple combinations out there are fives and threes, maybe this will like strike home with you. Wait, what is it? Strike a chord. Strike or a hit, chord. Or hit home. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> strike home. Strike home. So anyway, I'm going to kind of like read a few sentences and then we can debrief and be like, is that true? Is it not true? Okay. Okay. Why don't we just go line by line? Maybe we'll do that. Okay. Okay. Just be efficient. What each type brings to the relationship. So threes and fives. This is a frequently seen combination, although one that might not be expected. Enneagram fives often give threes depth, Mm. new areas of... Stop. (laughs) New areas of expertise and credibility while sparking creativity. Both threes and fives are primarily focused on their work Uh and on objective issues and concerns. Both types are preoccupied with competency 
and effectiveness, especially in their professional areas. And this is where they can see, support each other in an outstanding way. Pause. This is where it comes in that one of our biggest areas of growth over the last four years has been that we only talk about work. Mm-hmm. And there was a period where you refused to talk about work, but now we're back into the talk about work. It's my natural state. Yeah, we genuinely, like, I feel like there were periods of time where we, like, only talked about work. Like, I can literally remember we were driving from here to my mom's house for three and a half hours, and we literally talked about work the entire time. But it's just tough. Because but it's weird because then we go to someone else's, and they, they're like, wow, you guys, like, we never talk about work. And I'm like, yeah, what, are you talking what about? else do you talk about? You're at, literally at work for eight hours a day. I know, and we don't have kids or anything, so it's like, I don't know, maybe we need to get more of a life outside of work so that we have I more guess, to talk about. I guess, but, but also with the drive to Indiana stuff, like also some of my most pleasant memories of the two of us are talking about like big ideas that then we've been married long enough that now you're doing some of the things that we talked about you could do mm-hmm. if you were a leader. I know, it's interesting when you like, you're doing your job and like the things that you don't like in your job, you realize like, oh my gosh, myself three years ago would have been like dying to get to be in this room to have this conversation or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just interesting how that kind of thing circles around. Um, Moving on says, although both have deep feelings, both tend to not focus on them for the sake of getting on with their work. Yep. I would say that's more true. Yeah. I would say that's true. We have deep feelings for sure. Definitely have deep but feelings. But we like will sometimes just shove them to the side in order to get the job done. But I honestly feel like you and I are kind of like, I feel like we force each other to confront our deep feelings a little bit better. Just between the two of us, you know? Yeah. Next, we've got threes contribute social skills, the ability to communicate and to sell ideas and projects, charm energy and a strong sense of practicality to the relationship would you agree yeah i mean obviously i have social skills but i would say the idea of like selling things i don't know like that kind of echoes the whole don't look at me but also please look at me it's like i want people to just see that i'm that i'm great or something i that something i'm working on is great mm-hmm. but oftentimes it's it's as Brian Allen would say, tell me why I'm supposed to be excited. Okay. Um, this says fives bring depth of understanding, expertise in one or more areas, perseverance with details until the goal is accomplished, an objective dispassion and a lack of attachment to outcomes. Yeah, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that one, you know. Um, anyway, it says this can be a brilliant couple, sharp, successful, Deeply competent and well-respected. I would agree. That's nice. Both regard the other as a catch who enhances their own self-esteem and social standing. Their deep, often unspoken feelings for each other frequently deepen even more over time. Ah, Gradually allowing this couple to discover not just passion, but quiet affection and pride in each other. Wow. I hope that's how you feel. Yeah. I'm you not, think I'm a catch? I do think you're a catch. I'm not a big, the whole quiet affection thing. I'm not a big uh, public displays of affection or, what's the word? 
like dramatic display of affection kind of person. So, yeah, I would think hmm. that's accurate. Yeah, I agree. I think you're a catch. Um, do you want to talk about the trouble spots potentially? I can read this. Okay. The couple's this couple's emphasis on work and competency can also lead them into conflicts and tensions with each other. A great deal of their self-esteem is also derived from their work, yes, and how it is regarded by others, yes. Threes also tend to want to get on with the project or with whatever they feel needs to be done, while fives tend to take a long time mm. fine-tuning and tinkering until they feel that mm. they are adequately complete. That happened today. That happens always. Conflict can erupt over the use of time, resources, and priorities as the more practical-minded three becomes increasingly impatient with the five's lengthy preparations but lack of action. <laughs> okay, true. Okay, pause. Lengthy preparations and lack of action. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to act, but yeah, I like to be like, might as well just take the time to figure out exactly what I need to do before I do it versus like, let me watch three YouTube videos about it before I just like tinker around because that way I can just know exactly what to do. Yeah, no, I get that. It just sometimes can feel a little like slow for five or for threes who are just like, I want to do everything fast. You know, like my goal is to get this done in as short as time as possible. Your goal is to get this done in as well a time as possible. Yes, that's good. Fives may also begin to lose respect for the ethical standards of the threes who they feel are ready to cut corners or exaggerate claims in order to accomplish goals or to stay ahead professionally. Turning So true. Like if you're talking to one of us about like what we would put on a resume about a job that we held, I'm going to be like just enhancing the heck out of what that job was to make it fit as perfectly as possible for that thing and Austin's like no like he's like that's not like if that's not exactly true I'm not gonna put that and I'm like it's not that it's not exactly true I'm just like I'm highlighting this other part of it it's not unethical yes you know but you're just very like under glamorized those things right yes it's hard it's hard for me to it's hard for me to like add pizzazz to things Mm. but i also appreciate people that can do that so um turning a negative situation around will depend on how much each needs the other as well as the depth and breadth of other shared values such as children and spiritual beliefs if these are few it will be difficult to salvage the relationship once their connection has been broken since both types tend to be suspicious and cynical about people Hmm. do you feel like that's true i don't know today we were talking about someone that i was like and I'm sure they'll backtrack in reality, like when they're like what they were saying to me, I was like, I think they're just saying that as a yeah. dramatized version of what they really feel. But I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like I'm more cynical about people than you are. I feel like you always look in the for the best in people. Yeah. Or you're like trying to come up with like perspective on why someone would act the way that they act, you know? That's true. So Anyway, thought that would make, might be fun. I would definitely recommend for all you people out there to look into the compatibility type stuff on the Enneagram to see how you and your friend or your... Even like I've looked at this stuff for like my number compared to like my mom's number or my dad, whatever. It's like it can be kind of interesting just to see what that dynamic might look That's like based on the Enneagram. So... um. 
How do you feel like you and me navigate conflict and strive towards a healthier relationship? <laughs> um, it depends on. I don't know. It depends on the situation and what the conflict is about. Like if it, well, like what's an example? Is it conflict between the two of us? Yeah. I feel like often we kind of like get heated in person. And then, like, separate for a little bit, like, dis- physically separate. And then it'd be like, okay, so I didn't I didn't really mean that like that, but I do feel this way. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like get the emotions and thoughts on the table and then kind of, like, let that sit there for a second. And then, like, I'll often say, like, I don't mean this, but that way you can That's just- what I know you're going to say the meanest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Um, and I don't mean this, but like I don't really. Yeah, this isn't it's really like, true. Oh, this is really how you feel. No, it's not how I really feel. That's why I have to say it, and then later on, be like, okay, so I don't really think that. But that's like saying, um, no offense, but no, no, it's not true. How do we strive to be a healthy couple? I'd say. Having the periods between the emotions on the table, physically separate, and then come back together to clarify, like making that time gap as small as possible. Mm. And how would you say, like, just in an everyday, like, things are neutral. It's not like we're in a conflict, but just striving to have a healthy relationship on the daily. How do we do that? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we, I mean, my ideal scenario is that we would not talk not talk about things a lot and we would just like kind of do them and live in this perfect like navy seal silent operator kind of scenario but i had learned to like i had to say things more so like today i told you every time i called the insurance agent about the Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. because i knew that yeah you would just like think about it and then you would say any updates and i'd be like bro i've been working on this all day it's on my (laughs) whiteboard and you know so i had to just kind of say it and i was telling this to someone else recently that what you learn? Oh yeah, Hannah Priest. Shout out. She's probably listening. She asked, "What would what is like a big lesson that you learned in the last four years of marriage?" And I, what came to mind was the idea that what our partners expect of us is real. In reality, it's so small. However, often what they expect of us is the thing that we're least good at. Mm. So therefore, it seems like it's a big thing. So it's just a constant state, a constant effort to figure out how can I do the thing that they want me to do what's the thing that you want me to do what's in that I want you to do give you space pretty much yeah yeah and that's the hardest thing for me to give you yeah and I want you to communicate yeah you want me to be close (laughs) that's funny we're getting better every day better every day okay we're gonna play a little game here you guys how well, do you really know me? Do you Does that your, sound like fun? Do you have your answers there? No, I just have my questions. Oh, so I can look at it. Okay. So I have five questions that you have to like answer. Mm-hmm. And then you have five questions that I have to answer. And then we'll see if they're right Yes. Okay. Do mine, you want to go first? Mine are pretty service level, but... Well, okay. You go ahead. What brand are most of my dress shirts? Most. <laughs> Um, In fact, all but one. 
Are they Brooks Brothers? Oh, I knew you were going to do that. Wait, 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 wait. Are they... Um, that's all I got. Brooks Brothers. I have one shirt from Brooks. Well, I have a couple, but the majority I have, they have a nice commercial. Hmm, 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 hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I hope someone got that. Someone tell me or Ken's that you got that. By... <laughs> this is something, something. At Joseph A. a Bank. Bank. Crap. Okay, I got it. I got it. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> What's my favorite book? Your favorite book is called MVP. Um, okay. The Marriage Plot. Is that the second one? No. Oh, If the Oceans Rink. There you go. <laughs> okay. All good books, by the way, everyone. MVP by Douglas Evans, which I read eight times as a child. Um, <laughs> including once during one school day. It has 232 pages. Uh-huh. And then The Marriage Plot by Jeffrey Eugenides is a good book. And then also my actual favorite is If the Oceans Were Ink by Carla Power. Or powers? Can't remember. Okay. What's my dream truck? There are two. They're kind of like truck. two. There's kind of two options here because I think I know what you're going to say, but then there's also a more real answer. Is it an F three fifty? No. Oh, it's definitely a um 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 King Ranch. Yes, yeah, so that's one of the options. Okay. Well, what's the, the other, rest of it? The other option is of like. If I wasn't going to tow something all the time, like we didn't have like a horse trailer or an RV or something, I'd want to ram. If I wasn't, as though we we do have those things that we do need. <laughs> I want to ram 2,500. Oh, okay. Favorite place. This is a little bit tough. Favorite place to sit. My mom's porch overlooking um, you're, the. You're close. That, that's a good answer, but that's not quite what I was thinking. But you're close. In the shade? <laughs> <laughs> Period. There's a backstory there, but we won't go into that. No, it's at, it's at their house. Oh, it's not on the porch. Well, let me say it differently. Favorite thing, to, favorite chair to sit on. The one in their living room. Yeah. Oh. Which one in particular? The the brown ones. Yes. Yes. Very much so. And then lastly, what brand of tools do I use? Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. I'm such a man. I do the trucks and the tools and the sitting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what questions do you have, little Kenzie? Mine are, what did you say? Little Kenzie. Oh, that's sweet. Okay. My first question is, where would I want to move one day? There's lots of options. North Carolina. That's what I had. Oh, good. In my brain, yeah. Good, wonderful. Next. <laughs> um, North Carolina. How do I relax at the end of the day? On your phone? No. <laughs> Think again. On Instagram? That's the same thing. Oh, yeah. She pinched me. Um, how do you relax at the end of the day? Oh, you read. There you go. There you go. I'm a reader girl. You're a reader girl. <laughs> She's just a reader girl. He's, a, he's really good. <laughs> Next question, please. Who am I closest to other than you? Your mom, uh, Haley, or Helen, or Kelsey. Let's see, which who would I pick of all? Are we going to start a riot by me picking an actual option? Um, or Megan? Final answer? Helen. 
We should do up a podcast together so that... I was actually going to say Megan. Ah! Well, all right. Well, close. Close to all those people. I love them. Is this the last question? Two more. Oh, good. No, I, I wanted more. <laughs> well, it makes me angry. A lot. <laughs> people That's that, my dominant emotion or pe- what? People that don't naturally have like a please or a, no, no, hold on. People that don't na- don't have that natural sense of like respecting authority or getting things done, like a fear. Like I totally, I think people like me in part because I just have a people pleasingness hmm. to me. Um, I do, I do mean the things that I do, but there is like that driving. Um, that's not what you were thinking though. What makes you angry? Just people that aren't driven. Yeah. Nice. Slay. Yeah. I feel like if you have those two qualities, if you're if you're a people pleaser and you're driven, I feel like you cover so many bases in terms of I'm people liking asking, you. I don't get angry at people that aren't people pleasers. It's just a natural like, oh, I care about myself enough to want to be perceived by others well. Yeah. You know? People who just walk through this earth and are just like, I don't care. Like, I'm just going to be me. But it's tough. It's like, like, okay, like, I want you to be you, but I also want you to be, like, kind and respectful and, like, humble. And, like, there are qualities that you need to try and be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Doesn't mean I'm going to get angry just thinking about it. Okay. Last question. When am I at my happiest? Hmm. When you're with me. Um, you are at your happiest. I don't know. With your mom. Probably. Accurate. Aw. I cried when she left. That's sad. Yeah. When are you at your happiest? I'm asking you. When you're in Indiana. Stop. You can say that. When we're giving cuddles. Yeah. Didn't want to say it. When we're close. When we're close. Yeah, that's very true. Um, okay, well, that's all the questions I had. Hmm. Do you have anything else you want to talk about or share on the podcast? Let's see. Nope. <laughs> Wait, let's think of some hot button issues. Not hot button as in like, I won't name examples. But I was thinking like things that you and I disagree on that are like pop culture or like. Hmm. Funny things. Like, for example... The Bachelor is good. Does everyone... It's a sport. When you put your fork in the dishwasher, if you happen to have one, which we now do after <laughs> a year and a half, do you put the prongs down or up? Obviously up. In other words, do you prefer to manhandle the prongs <laughs> as you put it into the dishwasher? <laughs> I don't know. That's yes. weird. You put them facing up so it actually cleans them. If they're put face down, then it's not good. It's cleaning the handle. But the... But the the thing that spins is at the very bottom of the dishwasher, which is closest to the prongs yeah, being at the bottom. Yeah, but it's covered by all of the, like, netting and whatever that's in the dishwasher. Hmm. So there's one. What else? I don't feel like you defended your point very well. Are you giving up? Will you admit that you should put them face up? No. Will you do it just because you love me? Yes, I've okay. been doing it, but that's why I thought of the <laughs> do you manhandle the prongs because it's like, oh, Okay. Um, what else? 
Ooh, do you sit in the car with the air conditioning off after the car is turned off and you sit and your body gets attached to the leather seat? It's called being a lizard. I enjoy being a little lizard in the summer. Just to bake in the car. (laughs) Buying a million books and never reading them. Wanting to go to Taco Bell at all times. I don't. We don't have any money to do that anymore. Taco Bell? I can get you Taco Bell. Well, then let's go. Not right now. See? (laughs) (laughs) Give me the Baja Blast. It's a cherry Pepsi from Taco Bell. I like the cheesy gordita crunch. All right, we're derailing. People are going to lose interest. Let's end with the... Let's end with the... Good one. Let's see. What would you want our legacy to be as a couple? Oh, my gosh. We were talking about Taco Bell, and now you're going to ask about legacy? As a good ending. As a couple. Um, What comes to mind would be something along the lines of the Browns. Like, I feel like the Browns were real people. That what we saw, what I saw of them was who they really are. And... Mm. So, like, if they gave me a compliment, they meant it. If oh, that's all I got, yeah. Sometimes, just authentic. Sometimes you just wonder if people are editing themselves, or and like sometimes I'm not saying it doesn't have to happen, but yeah, it's nice to know where you stand. So I would want people to think that they knew where they stood with us. That's just what comes to mind. Yeah. Well, you guys. Austin, thanks for being on the podcast. Austin, who's that? Why do you say that? Austin, Austin, thanks for being on the podcast. <laughs> Why are you saying that? <laughs> Why are you saying that? It's been real nice having you on the podcast. Good, t- a good visit with one it's another. It's been good visiting with good, you, Austin. It's been good visiting with you. But thank you for being on the podcast. I hope this wasn't too boring, you guys. It was much better than our uh, first one where it was about our love story. I think people liked that. But, oh well. Well, we'll chat very soon, you guys. And hope you have a great rest of your week. Bye. Bye.